Friendship is born at the moment when one man says to another, what, you too? I thought no one but myself. Today we're talking about friendship and why you need real friends. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Now, that quote you heard comes from C.S. Lewis, who also said, Oh, Jack. Friendship is unnecessary. Like philosophy, like art. It has no survival value. Rather, it is one of those things which give value to survival. C.S. Lewis be dropping jewels. He really did. Drops he jewels. He really did. Not just Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe, which yeah. we all know is amazing. Goes deeper. Goes yeah. way deeper. And if you haven't watched our episode on friendship, please watch yes, that. with we... our friends, the birds. No, the Tiff. <laughs> <laughs> the Harrisons. Their names are the Harrisons. Tiffany Bird Harrison. And Joseph Harrison. They're birds. They're not birds. (laughs) The Harrisons. Um, But it's an awesome episode. You need to watch it. It's really good. Lots of Um, birds. We we got to sit down and talk to them about what um, friendship looks like during the pandemic, what it looks like to believers nowadays. Yeah. Why it's important to know your friends' names. (laughs) Things like that. (laughs) To engage um, all that stuff. Uh, So please (laughs) check that. Yes, yeah, so this is our first part in this love series. Oh, yeah. And it's just that's what the in world time. Needs. It's, yeah, I, I mean, the world always needs love, but I mean, Valentine's Day is coming up. So. Yes, and the yes. world is crazy, and yes. we need to put we, some love we gotta, back We got to put some definitions back into what love is, because I on. think we forgot somewhere in the last... I don't know how long we forgot. And so we're going to be diving into four different types of love that every human being is born to experience. And today we're talking about phileo. So phileo. 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 Not phileo like a sandwich that you might hear at McDonald's. No, we are talking about phileo. You may know from the word Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Yeah. Like, like philo dough? Just let me, let me do the thing. That so I'm now doing. who's messing up words? I was trying to help people see the, the, the definition of, <laughs> anyway. Um, so uh, phileo is brotherly love. <laughs> brotherly love is not just for family. It's actually not used for family, which was confusing to me. It's brother-like love or sister-like love, yes. which is most experienced uh, in close friendships. Mm-hmm. It's like an, it's an affectionate love for each person as they seek to make uh, the other person happier. They seek the yeah. good of the other person. Yeah. And it's crazy because we hear, I mean, honestly, even knowing the name of the city, Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, it's, it hush. It's not, <laughs> it's not really understood what that means. We even yeah. look at the definition and we're like, Hey, what, what is affection? And what does it mean to like yeah. seek for the other person to be happy? And, and honestly in relationships, we even um, talk about happiness. Like, Oh, well, I found someone who makes me happy. It's Mm -hmm. always about seeking someone else who can make you happy. But with this type of love, we're seeking to have the other person find happiness. That's right. It's more about how you engage with the other person than what you're expecting from them. Now, there is mutuality in friendship. There should be mutuality in friendship. Absolutely. Um, But the definition isn't, um, you know, phileo isn't the affection you feel from someone. Uh, the action they do towards you. It, right. It's how it's you mutual. respond. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, honestly, the culture like d- either diminishes and dilutes friendship mm-hmm. or it elevates it to this, this like status of power and leverage that it should never have. Go to that, go into that a little bit. Like, well, the diluting part is like, we have this unrealistic, um, like perception or whatever of, of it being this uninvolved, 
uninterested in the other person's actual well-being. It's just this mm. casual friendships. Like you don't gotcha. have any expectations. Um, it's kind of reactive okay. in our interactions. Like where even we look at the time that's spent together is always contingent on other things. Like, oh, those mm. are my friends I go to the club with. Those are my friends that I only like your, your work friends. Those are my church friends. Those are my, Yeah. Like I only see you in these settings and that's yeah. where we're friends and anywhere else. We're not really going to associate with each other. Yeah, and, that's interesting. and it's like this passive thing. It's very, it's buddy, buddy, you know, it's your pal. It's your, <laughs> it's your person. Like, it's my dude. It's my I dude mean, over there. Like nothing deeper than that. Yeah. Right. And even like, even saying that, like, that's my bud. Like that doesn't have any depth to it. Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> it lacks consequence. Because yes. when you don't oh have gosh. to actually articulate what the friendship really is, when you don't have to define the friendship and it's so casual, mm-hmm. um, it frees you from having responsibility for the other person. And it also, but it also frees you from the consequence of if that person chooses to not be friends with you anymore, you can say Fine. something as simple as, yeah, whatever. We weren't that close. Yeah. You can like, you can write it off or chalk it up to something yeah, no inconsequential. And, it, and there's another side to that, like mm-hmm. the, the elevating friendship to a place that it shouldn't be mm-hmm. where there's this unwavering loyalty, like mm. this agreement with every decision. And if you challenge me or if you try to hold me accountable, oh yep. my goodness, don't even use that word yeah. in Bad any word. area of like character, integrity, like don't do that. I thought we were friends. <laughs> That's no, 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 no. Like, but we say that, like, don't I that. thought we were friends. It's like, uh, I thought we I'm, were too. I'm trying to keep you from walking into fire. Yeah. And so that's like, that's how I thought I expressed my friendship towards you. <laughs> I don't know. This is weird. Like, weird. honestly, like apparently we weren't friends. Yeah. But in college, I remember I had like, we had a group of friends mm-hmm. and I remember there was an instance of infidelity with one of these friends. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was the only one in that friendship group that I remember was like, uh, yeah, but that was wrong. Like, <laughs> What? I can't, I can't be okay with you just being okay with that. Yeah. And it was very much a like, oh, I thought we were friends. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we are. And isn't that why That's, this should matter? This should be important to I'm you too. This. Like yeah. I thought because there was an established level of, um, intimacy hmm. and I thought integrity that was there. And so hmm. operating in that, I realized like, oh shoot, that was one sided. Yeah. Or it was, it was everything is touchable except for the, everything the light touches <laughs> is in our friendship. Like it was very, very, very like, the pride oh, rock I, of right. friendship. but, and Hey, that, that'll preach. Um, but truthfully, <laughs> like there, there are those moments where it's like, oh shoot, I, I, I guess I thought friendship meant something that it really doesn't mean. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> what, what you're describing isn't friendship. It's, it's, um, almost emotional tyranny. It's like you're, you're trying Dang. to, it just came to me. It's <laughs> like, you're, you're trying to rally your troops to gather around you. Um, because they're mm. not there to actually be friends with you. They are your military support in case anything bad happens and Dang. you can run to them and be like, attack that thing that made me feel unhappy. Right. And it's like, but that's not what friendship is really that's sounding board yeah that's not the love of a friend um it reminds me of being in grade school and i remember there were always i don't know why it was little girls it was always bully little girls um there's this like stereotype of little boys bullying people i never experienced that i always experienced little girls that were just bullying girls can be mean it was crazy grown women can be mean it's true it's the truth i'm just playing (laughs) (laughs) no but there would there would be that thing of like if you disagreed with you know some girl you didn't want to play the the jump rope game they were playing then all of a sudden we're not friends and i'm uninviting you for my birthday party (laughs) don't you dare come to jump zone um i don't know i was trying to think of something you can't be a part of the jump gang We're not going to jump you in. Oh, that, okay. It's that a real thing now. Sorry. <laughs> it's a real, every now and again, it slips out the realness. Um, but yeah, that's what it reminds me of because it's that, that mindset of like, well, if you're going to be my friend, then you have to do everything I say. 
you've got to do it the way I say it. You've got to never disagree with me. Mm. And Isn't that, is that's like kind of the beginning of cancel culture. Yeah, it really is. It didn't start with millennials guys. No. Well, maybe it did. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. How little it totally people. didn't. It's been around forever. <laughs> everybody knows that. Everybody, everybody knows it's that. History. Dang boy. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that's interesting. But either way, whether you're elevating friendship mm. to some status of like power and authority, or you've um, relegated it to this kind of trivial mm-hmm. acquaintance thing, yeah. um, really the friendship then at that point is about you. It's yeah. never about the other person. It's no. never about something that you two have together as a friend. Yeah. Um, and you're never growing or, or being challenged no. to expand your knowledge or, or your awareness of other people. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It, it puts you in that place where you either have to completely disregard or you have to uh, dominate. And then wow. in those moments where you're challenged or in those moments where you feel disappointment, then if you're operating from any of those places, there's a tendency to, to completely discount the entire process and the journey of the relationship mm. because well they disagreed with me at this point so now everything's in question that whole friendship was a failure we were or, never friends or man they're they're not uh, showing up to the the bar like they used to so so i guess they never really liked us wow and it's like but you're not actually looking at a friendship you're looking yeah. at situations you're looking at what you want yeah. from others which is why it's so like friendship is really difficult true loving friendship the the phileo friendship mm-hmm. is difficult to find yeah yeah um, it's true like and scripture talks about friendship and gives does. us examples of friendship and um, one of the things that it says is that a man of many companions may come to ruin mm-hmm. but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother and we understand JC. like that's yeah that that's um giving us the image of jesus christ yes um who is the perfect friend right we know mm-hmm. that we're a friend of god that's what he calls us but even looking at he that he calls me friend very good See, you just keep I working on those vocals. Um, I love it. She's giving me lessons. Um, <laughs> Give her all the credit. Hours of notes. <laughs> anyway, so, but we honestly, like, even looking at that, how we're called, like, a friend of God, we, we, mm-hmm. we relate to God in that way. Um, and we understand that we find our true happiness in the Lord mm-hmm. and that he is satisfied with his creation, with, with his yeah. people. Um, when we look at that, it's, it's crazy how easily that skews. Yeah. How easily we find that like, Oh shoot, I was putting my value in the wrong thing. I had many companions mm-hmm. and here I've ended up in ruin. In ruin. The Bible said I may. I think the big issue that we run into as, as individuals is we don't know the point, the purpose of friendship. Okay. Um, the purpose of a friend is not to make you happy. Mm. Um, but, but scripture says that, um, uh, a friendship, is born for adversity. And so you have friends to build you up Mm -hmm. in those moments when you're tore down, you have friends, uh, especially the, the brotherly love, the, the phileo, that, that love that you have for someone. And a lot of times it's based on affinity. It's based on, Mm. we've got things in common. We enjoy the same activities. Um, but then it goes deeper than that. It's not just a casual. It's like, uh, now I'm invested in you. I've made Mm. an investment in you as a person and I want to see you happy as a person. And, and I've got your back. You've got my back. There's this mutuality. Um, because if you miss that, then you're only operating in your friendship as a, um, I don't know. You're, it's just the take end. It's like utilitarian. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. It's this utilitarian mindset of like, you are there to make me happy. And when you don't make me happy, I can discard you. Yeah. But what scripture tells us is that friendship is important because the world is hard. Yeah. Like the world is tough and yeah. you're not going to get through it alive first off, but you're also not going to get through it alone. You need yeah. people. Yeah. And so God has put people on this earth, not so that you can be an Island and you can live all by yourself and you can mm. say, forget everybody. You don't need everybody, but it's so that you can connect with other people. And yeah, so uh, a couple of scriptures that I pulled up 
that just um, continue to remind us that the world is hard and you need friendship. Mm -hmm. uh, Hebrews tells us that we're supposed to stir one another up to good works. Yeah. Right. You, those times when you're feeling down and you, you don't feel like doing anything, you feel like you're, you're not worth anything. You feel like you can't go on. You need people in your life mm. to stir you up. Like yeah. you're, you're that sediment, you know, you need yes. them to, to get you moving. It's true. And, and also I love in Ecclesiastes three, is it three? No, I don't remember where it is. Ecclesiastes. It says that a cord of, uh, or what is it? A strand of three cords mm -hmm. is not easily broken. Yeah. And we use that a lot with marriage and it's, it's definitely, um, pertinent to marriage Yeah, definitely. and applies. it's also pertinent to friendships. And that's not saying you got to have like the three musketeers model of friendships where you always have three friends or three friends together. But it's talking about the, just the, the necessary strengthening that happens. Yes. It doesn't say a, a strand of one cord. Yeah. It actually says one person, if they're overtaken, um, then they there's fall. no help. Yeah. But if you have another person or, or if you're tired, you have someone that, that can, that can help you, that can move you along. And yeah. we see also in Proverbs, iron sharpens iron. Yes. Right? Iron yeah. doesn't sharpen itself. Like you have to have other people to strengthen you and to fortify you. Yeah. You, you need friendship. And yeah. I think we talk ourselves out of friendship because, um, we, we think the, the core to three strands is like me, father, son, Holy spirit. Like it's just me and Jesus. It's me yeah. and him. Um, but scripture actually tells us that because you're saved, because mm -hmm. you've been redeemed, right? This is first Peter. He says, because you've been born again, yeah. you should love with this brotherly affection mm -hmm. and you should do it from a pure heart. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't use the agape word, which we'll get to eventually, yeah. but he uses phileo. He says, listen, since you're saved, since Jesus has claimed you now go love other people with this brotherly affection yeah. because that's the, the outpouring yes. of our salvation yeah. is community. Yeah. And it comes from a values based operation, not an actions based or reactionary mm, type of good. thing. So it's because you've been saved. That's right. So, and even like in, in um, Colossians three says, since then you've been raised with Christ, say yeah. your heart on things above. It's, it's the continuation of what God has done in you. And that requires investment and it requires it willingness and openness to be vulnerable with people mm. knowing that, Hey, yeah, this may not go the way I expect it to, yeah. but I'm going to treat you with brotherly affection because of who I am in Christ. Not because I need something from you, yeah. not because you should treat me this way. Cause I'm being nice to you. I'm, I'm allowing you to be friends with me. No, it's yeah. wow. Like God has called me friend. Yeah. And I know I did not deserve it. And I know that there's so much that I could do on a daily basis to offend him mm -hmm. in a friendship relationship, but yet he chooses to pursue me. So I, I'm going to extend that to other people. Yeah. And this, this just came to me. We did, I didn't even think about this earlier, but that image of being willing and being ready to mm -hmm. engage. Um, I think we're so quick, like the, the people who are questioning Jesus, well, who is my neighbor? Like we're so quick to define friendships. Who's my based friend? based on things that we either receive or based on um, boundaries or party lines or whatever. Mm. Um, but you have to understand that each individual, you can build individual friendships with people and it doesn't have to be based on skin color. It doesn't have to be yeah. based on um, anything other, like externally, it can mm -hmm. be based on getting to know someone. And then once you get to know someone, you're like, wow, that's my friend. Yeah. Like, that's somebody that I, I have a genuine love for. Well, it's what C.S. Lewis said. What you too? Exactly. I thought no one but myself. Like I didn't. I didn't realize anyone experienced that. Yeah. Just like me, or I didn't realize anyone else felt that. That's right. Um. That's one of the things. And and the lived experience is such a it's such a buzz term right now. Mm -hmm. But in truth, when we are able to recognize others' lived experiences and find that that bridge mm -hmm. instead of easily building the wall. Yeah. We we make a friend. Yeah. We become a friend. We make a friend in that moment. 
Um, and that's something that honestly, in this season, even being, um, isolated from people and not being able to, um, physically associate like we were, Mm -hmm. I found so many connections with people where it's like, Oh, you too. Like, Oh, that's so crazy. I didn't know that. I thought not like I thought I was the only one who'd ever been through something, but it's like no one else has ever articulated it like that to where I can relate in that way. That's so good. So let's, uh, let's give you guys some practical tips some practical application. How can I make real friends? Well, be real. Mm. Just be real. You want real. You got to be be real. Real Real recognizes real game. Recognize game. Come on. So friendship is not only born, like you talked about affinity, Mm -hmm. not only that's not the only place we find friendship, but it's also in the camaraderie of struggles, Mm. adversity, overcoming challenges, the victories and the strife. Like that's where we find friendship. So be real about that lived experience that you have. Be about that. Be about that. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. Be about it. And don't put up that facade. We don't put on that mask. Mm -hmm. Don't put it on that, that you're able to fix things or you've got it. You're self-sufficient. I'm fine. I'm good. I don't need anybody. I've been hurt before. I, you know, I got this all together. No, nobody believes that number one. So don't even, don't even worry about wasting the energy on that. Nobody believes that nobody thinks you that great. Okay. But if you are just real about like, yeah, man, this is the thing. You are going to make a friend because someone else is going to say, I feel that same way. That's right. I have, you know what? I was just thinking that the other day and the Holy Spirit's going to start making all these connections for people and you're going to find friends in unlikely places. And being real requires vulnerability. Being willing to say funny words. To sound silly in front of people on the the internet. Um, I can't remember my friend's name. (laughs) (laughs) But being real requires vulnerability. And that's part of why we started um, the podcast, real yes. life, no myth. We want to be able to be real and be vulnerable and allow those, those openness, uh, those areas to be opened mm-hmm. so that others can see that and relate because that's how, like you said, that's how friendships are born. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, yes. second tip, be proactive mm. and open. Um, and I know this is difficult for my introverted family, you know, introverted friends and family out there. It's difficult sometimes to be proactive because we're, um, I'm like an, extroverted introvert, I guess. Ooh, and I'm an introverted extrovert. No, no, I'm just an introvert. Yeah. I like, there are times where I'm introverted and times when I'm extroverted, but, um, there, there's a tendency to be able to, to look at other people's actions and then react, say, well, when they invite me to coffee, then, then I'll invite them. Mm-hmm. When they call me, I'll call them. When they text me, I'll text them. Um, but you can't assume that the other person is, like has to lead the relationship. Mm. You have to be proactive. If you want to have a real friendship, there has yeah. to be mutuality. Yeah. Um, don't wait for the other person to invite you. Ass- don't assume that they're too busy to talk to you. Don't talk yeah. yourself out of a friendship. Yeah. And don't like make up some scenario in your head that, Oh, well they don't really like me because th- no, you're, you're, you're in your head and you're doing a lot. Mm. Um, just be proactive and engage because yeah. there are other people that can significantly add value to your life and that need you in their lives. Yeah. And you talked about, um, like kind of preemptively judging a situation Mm -hmm. or kind of like, Oh, uh, dismissing it before it even is a thing. And, um, we also do that in the hindsight. Mm -hmm. Um, if a friendship goes by the wayside or a friendship, um, takes a hiatus, Mm -hmm. um, you can't judge a friendship based on, well, they never, Yes. Well, they didn't ever call me or they didn't ever because friendship by definition is a mutually affectionate relationship. Yes. Right. We, t- we say this a lot. It takes two to tango. Like you got I two say that pe- all the time. I say it. I've said, I just I said was it making now. eggs earlier and I was um, like, it takes two to tango. <laughs> <laughs> but relationships that are one sided are uh-huh. called by another name and that's consumerism. That's right. And now, we're not called to be what I don't even know the Greek word for consumerism. The, the Greek word is phileo. That's right. 
which is about brotherly mutual affection. And so yes. we have to approach our, our friendships, not in a way that we're thinking that people are applying or purchasing a subscription to your life. Yeah. They're entering into it. Now, whether that's for a season mm-hmm. or a lifetime, that's not for you to know. As my friend says, as my friend Tiffany Bird Harrison would say, I remembered her name all the way. She would say, that's none of your business. It's none of your business if you don't know how long they're going to be in your life. So we don't preemptively above your pay grade, put yeah. those obstacles in place as this, this mechanism for like self-conservation. We don't mm. need to do that. Just yeah. be open and vulnerable to these opportunities as they come to you. Yeah. And, and know that the people that God brings into your life, um, they're not there just a flip side of that consumerism. Yeah. They're also not there to use you. Oof. Um, and so there is discernment that you need if after a season you realize, okay, this is a one-sided mm-hmm. consumerism relationship. Um, but the reason we led with the opposite is because we always have to evaluate heart. We have to evaluate ourselves first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then our third, third practical tip. Yeah. Be selective. Ooh. See, it's, it's hard though, because we just said be open and vulnerable and like, don't mm-hmm. just dismiss everything. But then we're also saying you got to have some standards. Well, because, because here's, here's why y'all. Tell here's me why. why. Tell me why pastor. You can be open and vulnerable when your identity is rooted in a place that it can't be harmed. So when your identity is rooted in Christ and you're not looking wow. to other people for validation, we also have an episode about validation. You should Ooh. check out, but yeah. when you're, when your identity is not rooted in the validation from another person, then it's easier to be open and vulnerable yes. in those instances, mind you, in instances with other people. Yes. But if you realize in those instances that the other person is either cutting you down, mm-hmm. they're targeting you, they're utilizing some information, um, they're weaponizing that information in yeah. order to to gain advantage over you, that's when you become selective. Yes. You put boundaries in place. We talk, we've talked a lot about healthy boundaries in yes. so many episodes. And here's the thing. Not everyone is a friend. It's true. This is something we have started teaching our children. Mm-hmm. Um, more of it's like stranger danger type stuff. But Gotta know that. You know, there are nice people. There are talented people. There are awesome people in this world. Mm-hmm. But not all of them are going to be your friend. And that's okay. That's, that's all right. That's good. That Man, yeah. that takes so much pressure off trying to be friends with everybody. Yeah. And acquaintances and coworkers are fine. Mm-hmm. But friend, be selective about who you involve in your inner circle. Yes. And speaking of inner circle, come on now. Now we yeah. are selective. We are very selective. Yeah, we selected these t-shirts <laughs> to give to our inner circle as a gift because we love them and we love that they are pouring into this ministry. That's right. But just so you know, we there's certain ways that you can be a part of that inner circle. Mm-hmm. That now, for the purposes of this ministry and this podcast, it does involve financial investment. Yeah. But there are certain things you don't need to charge people, obviously, to be friends with you. You shouldn't. That's weird. But there's certain things like, hey, I need people I can trust. That should be the first one. You yeah. should be able to trust people. Have some standards for yourself. Have people that are willing to invest in yes. you. Yes. And that you can invest in. There's mutual exactly. affection. That you find joy when you spend time with them. You find joy in planning ways to spend time with them. Yeah. These are things that we should be looking for and be selective about. And that's, that's right. good. And if you want to... Um, invest in the Nick Smith podcast, you can join our inner yes. circle because we do invest in our inner circle mm-hmm. and they do get extra content. They get um, a lot more direct access to us, direct con- um, contact to yes. us. And um, they get to know a lot more behind the scenes stuff. And so if that's something you want to to participate in, you can go to www.patreon.com slash Nick Smith podcast and you can support the ministry with any amount, one-time gift, or you can um, sign up for a whole year if you want. Yeah. And we have tiers going all the way from $2 a month to, to as much as you want to get a hundred dollars a month, you know, 
You can set that your own tier. Good. You want three, three thousand, three. You do it. Four thousand dollars a we month. We will not turn you down. It's true. We will invest in you. All right. Well, <laughs> this right. has been the Nick Smith podcast. We hope you've gotten a dose of real life. No myth. Be, Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com. way. I'm sorry.